You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You're listening to Shout Quick Takes, a football podcast on the Buffalo Bills. In Mock Draft 4.0 that released this week, Mel Kuyper Jr. put out first and second round selections in the latest edition. For the Buffalo Bills, it comes down to pick number 30 in all of the mock drafts as fans scurry down the page to try to figure out who the experts have the Bills taking. And in Mel Kuyper's latest, after picking Najee Harris, running back from Alabama last time around, he goes defensive side of the ball in this one and he gives the Bills Georgia edge rusher Aziz Ojolari. Here's what Kuyper said about the pick. With starting defensive ends Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison over the age of 30, the Bills need to get younger on the edge. They took A.J. Epinesa in round two last year, but that's not enough. The speedy pass rusher Ojolari had eight and a half sacks and three forced fumbles last season. Cornerback and running back are other positions Buffalo could target. In the second round, Mel Kuyper kind of pulled off a little bit of a surprise here for the Bills. He goes cornerback, which isn't much of a surprise. They're probably going to address that on day one or day two, but the pick was interesting. It's Minnesota's Benjamin St. Juiced, and here's what he wrote. St. Juiced is raw. He started only 14 games for the Golden Gophers after transferring from Michigan, but I liked what I saw on tape. He has great length, and he's not afraid to tackle. He was also good at the Senior Bowl in January. He didn't have an interception in college, but I think that's more about him not playing much. He has the potential to be the starter in Buffalo opposite Tredavious White. So I like both of these picks from a perspective of the Bills need to address these positions in the draft somehow. In Ojolari, this is a pick that I think is eye-opening. I don't think a lot of people think that he's going to be there at pick 30. I think that there's four edge rushers that are probably in the mix at that spot. Ojolari, Jalen Phillips, Quiddy Pay, and Jason Owe from Penn State. Those are some of the guys that I think that would be a target for the Bills. Gregory Rousseau is also in that conversation, but there's, you know, we've covered this a little bit on the podcast. There's questions about the one year of production, the limited ability on the edge. We can get into a lot of that over the next couple of weeks on the Shout podcast. So check out that for sure. The cornerback spot is a little bit more interesting with some of the the names available, uh, namely a Paulson Adebo, an Ify Melifonwu. To go St. Juiced is a little bit of an eye opener, but listen, I like those two traits that Mel Kuyper talked about a good tackler. And a guy that can make plays. And so that's going to be in play. I think it'll be interesting to watch how that plays out. Dane Brugler also put out his mock draft this week. It was a seven rounder. And his first two picks for the Bills, the same two positions. Owe from Penn State at 30. And then Tyson Campbell, who I've read a lot about and I like as well. So stay tuned. More mock drafts will be dropping over the next couple weeks. In a surprising announcement this week, 
undrafted rookie from last season, Trey Adams, uh, left tackle, potential swing tackle of the future for the Bills, surprisingly retired. He announced the, the retirement on, on social media. Uh, he was going to be a guy that I think a lot of Bills fans were going to watch pretty closely this summer. He went undrafted last year, mainly because of injury concerns. He was a guy that at one point had first or second round potential uh, at Washington. Here's what he wrote in his in his note on Instagram. Thank you, football, for everything. I've put much thought into this decision, and it's time for me to retire from the game that has given me so much. Thank you, Coach, Dev, Jagla, Harley, and Christofferson for pushing me to in high school and paving my way into UW. Huge thank you to Coach Pete Strausser, Huff, and, and Sausha for taking a chance on me and making UW an unforgettable experience. I will always be a dog. And thank you to the Buffalo Bills for believing in me. And to every teammate I've had, thank you for being my brothers. And I will never forget the long practices, conditioning, and locker room talk. Love you, boys. 72, signing out. Plenty of Bills players reached out to Adams on the post. For that, go check it out on Instagram. Josh Allen, John Feliciano, Deion Dawkins, and plenty more. I had something to say to, to Trey Adams. This week, Erie County Executive Mark Polencar said that the Buffalo Bills would have to have their fans be fully vaccinated in order to attend games at Highmark Stadium in 2021. But the next day, Governor Andrew Cuomo came out and channeled his inner Lee Corso and essentially said, not so fast. The governor held a conference call on Wednesday and was asked about what Polencar said during his briefing in regards to fan attendance. Cuomo said that he did not believe Polencar's was legally correct and added that the state would have to sign off on any regulations, making it mandatory for fans to be fully vaccinated to attend Bills games. He would go on to add that we are not there yet. As Cuomo pointed out in the audio that you can hear on Twitter, there is no telling where we will be in four months from now. The Bills, meanwhile, put out their own statement on Tuesday, stating that they will cooperate and comply with New York State and local government regulations. As we did last year, we will continue to cooperate and comply with all New York State and local government's regulations regarding our sporting events. I had a bunch of fun this week and over the past couple of weeks writing a longer form feature on Bill's fourth string quarterback, Davis Webb. And I know a lot of people, when they first probably saw this story, were like, Davis Webb, why, why are we seeing a story about him in the middle of the offseason? Well, I've been really intrigued about this story going back to last offseason when Davis Webb you know, basically led as the, as the coach or coordinator of the, the Florida workouts where Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs got to work with each other for the first time and the most of the offense was there in Miami and you know Davis Webb took the lead and he's taken the lead in a lot of ways in his role with the Bills and you know a lot of people don't know that he's a you know a guy that runs on the scout team on the defensive scout team he plays cornerback safety he sometimes lines up at wide receiver and running back he even does special teams he'll be a gunner on special teams or do different roles for Keith uh, Farwell and, and Matthew Smiley on special teams so it's just an intriguing read to go through his entire week. And not only does it highlight some of the things that he does, the extensive film work that he does and the work that he does with a lot of different players on the team because of that film work, but it also you know, gives you a little bit of insight into the inner workings of, a, 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 of an NFL team in the meeting rooms and what Coach Dable does and Dorsey and Shea Tierney, the assistant quarterbacks coach. It's, it's a lot of really great information from Davis Webb and it was fun to tell the story. And here's one quote. I spoke to Davis Webb's offensive coordinator at Cal, who's now the Texas State head coach, Jake Spavadol. And he just had a really great quote, I think, that summed it up all really, really well. He said, I see him calling plays when he's done. I told him, I hope you play as long as you want, but whenever it's time to hang up, 
hang it up, man. Give me a shout and we'll roll. I think he's a brilliant mind and he'll have a ton of opportunities just based off the knowledge and who he is and the career he's had. And he's still been able to play on NFL teams. People don't realize that's really hard to do, man. It's pretty great trait that he's still able to bounce around on NFL teams right now. And especially in a time with COVID and trying to work your way up the depth chart and not having very many reps. And you still show your work to a team and an organization that you're a part of. All right, that's going to do it for this week, everybody. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Shout Quick Takes. Keep it locked on the Syracuse.com New York Update for all your Bills content. And make sure you check out next week's podcast. We're going to have a couple, including, fingers crossed, former Bills quarterback Doug Flutie. Take care, everybody. <laughs>